Is it recording? All right, welcome to Straight to the Point, completely off topic. We've got Jim Francis with us. Uh, and the reason we have Jim Francis with us is uh, I had on General Jay. He made some accusations against our friend. And, uh, and, and of course, those things get to get answered. Jim is here. And actually, Jim called me, and we were having an awesome conversation. And I was like, no, dude, let me record this, please. Um, <laughs> and to, to the point, the, the worst accusation, of course, I think was there was an accusation of stalking of some sort. Correct. Which I don't uh, – let, let me say this on your behalf. Uh, you want to take everything as a grain of salt and considering source and all that kind of stuff. Not that I'm saying General Jay's this huge liar, but he definitely has an ability to embellish the truth a bit. And I, I, I had a difficult time believing that you would be a stalker unless you were so head over heels over a girl. But I've known you. And after Ink Master, it wasn't hard for you to get laid. Right? Like, I, it wasn't hard before Ink Master, but yeah. You're, you're well, honestly, as tattoo artists, it is... Am I wrong? I, 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 it was easier after tattooing to get laid. Uh, I met my wife. You know what? I found tattooing. it more difficult because I didn't want to shit where I eat. Where I saw oh. a lot of other people that I was working with doing it. And all I would do is hear women bitch about how these guys would do this. Now, when I started learning how to tattoo, I was also bouncing at a strip club. So right. I was used to hearing all the women complain all the time that I worked with about these fucking pervs that would come in. And so it just, I, I have a high Jim, regard for women and not to do stuff like that. Jim, you're a small guy. You're, you're like what? Five, eight, mm, five, six, five, six. <laughs> okay. Six foot. Right on. So a little bigger. Uh, and, and you're, you, you ever, I mean, I've known you, I guess since the show, actually, I feel like we met prior. But you were even bigger at one point, bouncing, right? Yeah. Like there was a whole time when when your life consisted of a bar, gym, tattooing. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much correct. Bar, gym, tattooing, back. and uh, muscle growth supplements. Okay, I wasn't going to mention any of that um, on your behalf, but yeah, you you were fucking huge. You told me some of the the stories of your bouncing days, and of, of the the immense strength that you had. And didn't didn't you actually that somehow helped you get a, a job tattooing? Didn't it? Um, it kind of did, yeah. Because the first person I worked for tattooing to learn how to tattoo was part of a motorcycle club. And that motorcycle club used to come to the strip club where I bounced. And that's how oh, I that got to be talking. dangerous. Okay. Yeah. It did get dangerous. That can be, okay. Yeah. Cause then you got to You got to give favors to people that they think they own the club. Well, now they own the girls and now you are have an obligation just as a man to, to the females in the place, but also certainly as the person who's being hired for it. Did it happen then? Oh, right. Um, okay. There was a falling out between the club and uh, the management, which led to a giant brawl in the club where one of the bouncers was sent to the hospital with a split open forehead. I actually got my first black eye from two, uh, two people, and the manager's mouth was split wide open, and he was bleeding everywhere. 
and then guns were pulled and it dispersed from there. Am I, you're, you, you got your first black eye at that age. Yeah. At like 32 or something like that. No, you didn't get smacked with a board when you were a kid swinging around on the playground or something. You didn't nope. get a, a, a snowball in the eye. You're up there in Milwaukee. Nobody has good aim. We are always I, aiming for the head. I've only, <laughs> I've only been snowball to fight, in Milwaukee for, for 13 head. years. I just never had <laughs> okay. a diner. Wow. I mean, I've been swollen. I've had my nose cracked. You know, I've spat blood. I've had ribs fractured, but I've never... I never developed a shiner and it took. I'm going to blame it on you. It's because you're a bully. You're always picking on smaller guys and they can't reach your face. Actually, I was bullied <laughs> up until my freshman year of high school. You think that uh, I, I moved in with my dad and he showed me how to work out and fight. And then I just started being a jackass. You went through a little bit of, of a. Well, well, you weren't, if, if you were bullied, you generally don't turn into the bully except to the bully. Am I wrong? True. Very true. That's why I don't like bullies. I don't like loud mouths. I don't like people that brag about themselves all the time that make themselves sound better than they are. It's just, you know, the quiet guy is the one that is the cool guy, not the guy that's, hey, I'm an ink master. Let me in. I'm famous. <laughs> uh I feel like you're talking about somebody we know. Yeah, um, yeah, it could be. I, I, I can, I can understand. I certainly, you're generally, they tell you to be more scared of the quiet guy behind the guy with the mouth. And I, he's I generally the one that's going to come up and get you. <laughs> oh, Candy gave me a sheet here. Oh, Talk shoot. about casting call. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. She was, she was, <laughs> yeah. Now you were in Chicago. And they did cast. Oh, thank you. She also brought me a coffee, plenty of cream. Oh. It's too. Yeah, this is impromptu. Uh, we're actually. This is sad because I was just thinking. I haven't made a podcast in a couple of days, and one of the reasons why was I wanted to vote more energy into making them more quality. And uh, and then you called me, and we started talking. I'm like, dude, we got to share some of this stuff. Um, like like the girl that uh, you tattooed on the show. That yes, that, that I introduced, convinced by <laughs> that you were a stalker to her. She also dated. I don't know if she went back between, but she lived with you for a short period. She actually moved um, from New York out to wherever she was from, Long Island, whatever, and moved out to Milwaukee and lived with me for a while. Okay, she packed right up on. all her shit and came out. Right on. <laughs> so yeah okay um it's all weird i'm sorry some something that i think i can say is that uh it the show is weird because i know who i was before i was on the show and yeah. uh before i had a blonde streak put in my hair and a poly d <laughs> blowout before yeah. they they I, I they decided I was colorful t-shirt guy, so they bought me a bunch of cool ass fucking t-shirts. I wish they decided I was cool shoe guy, and they bought me a bunch of shoes. But a bunch of bowling shirts that didn't fit—that was awesome. That's what they got for you. Were bowling shirt guy? Were you? I was bowling shirt guy that raised his eyebrow. That as uh, do you remember the first day media day, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody, I think it was Ashley, found the list in front yes. of one of the production bands that had our nicknames on it. Yes. 
What was your and name? They're like, oh, that means that means I was the bull, Jim the Bull Francis. <laughs> bull in a Chinese shop. Yeah, because they have uh, the casting agency gives them perspective. You know, people they think are interesting. Basically, in my experience is they have a young girl talk to you who is bored by everything in the world, and if. If if you can entertain her for even ten seconds or something, she's like she'll pass you on to the video. But other, you got to make it through the like. She's she 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 ain't even out of high school. I think it's just bored. She's like somebody's daughter. She's like I don't want to be here. And then as soon as it sparks her interest for a second, you know I don't even know if she writes it down on a piece of paper. Other observers are watching. They're like, oh look at she's paying attention. Get that one quick. But then through casting they give you a name or after the video they give you an idea of a personality trait that they're going to focus on so yep. that the the higher ups that i mean the people that the, the they that shall not be named uh, the people that we never see the producers the corporate they can all look at it and and decide if they approve of these choices or if oh, they yeah, want one of these other type stuff focus group you know hey there you, you find this person's entertaining this is his backstory. You know, they wanted me to focus on the fact that, you know, I'd been to jail for drugs and felony and all that other crap back in the days that I was a bouncer, that I was this, that I was that. <clears throat> and, you know, they, they wanted me to be that person, just like how they wanted Ruck to bring the ruckus all the time. They wanted <laughs> you to, did they get him they to say that ever? To, yeah, they did. Okay bring a rook he said it like once he's like man they always want me to say it like fuck catchphrase shit. they did <laughs> he and i would sit and talk because his bed was right next to mine so we'd sit there and just talk you know um we still talk i was just out in vegas for my wedding in uh august and we sat down and hung out with him for a while laughing about things when do you remember when maddie was drunk and stepped over and he, rooks walked I was, over rooks bed I, he ran into my bed first, which I woke up. Okay, right. And I watched him walk over to Ruck's bed, and then he stepped, walked up over Ruck on his bed by his feet, and then yeah. made a sharp left turn and stopped at the wall. And he looked like he you was going to pee in that dresser. Okay, remember yeah. that Wreck-It Ralph and how yeah. they hit the corner and but, 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 that's what he was doing. <laughs> he was like <laughs> trying to walk forward, but the wall right. kept stopping. Well, Ruck bounced yeah. up. I'm like, yo, 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 He's asleep, dude. He's drunk. And he's like, what the fuck, man? Well, Maddie, is over there. So Maddie went to the bathroom, and we're sitting there talking about it. And about 10 minutes later, he fucking must have passed out on the toilet because you just hear him hit the ground. Oh, man. That, that was a good time. We laughed a lot about it. And then Scott was like, yeah, I was there. I saw the whole fucking thing. I'm like, dude, you were sleeping. Shut up. And kicking heroin. So shut up. Scott was kicking heroin. Remember when he was down he, for those three days and they pulled all he's the going through a junk out of the house? You think so, he was kicking H though at the I time? He, yeah, I think he was kicking at the time. Wow. Here, I'll say, wow. Uh, I don't know that I believe it because that guy came in with some fucking deltoids. <laughs> and I was like, I thought that he, if anything, he was finding steroids to do that made him feel better or something. Because that guy never worked that. out. He was doing that. He never worked um, out. He and I, he and I were friends before the show. Okay, By the I end of the show, of we weren't we we weren't friends because of how his personality completely changed. 
Um, all his insecurities came to light, um, which the house will make that happen. Yeah. Um, and they pampered him so he wouldn't lose it. There was like a three day time there that he was detoxing, whether it was from alcohol or juice or whatever he was doing. I remember when we couldn't um, get alcohol and, but yeah, I, and it was because, after he was trying to cuddle with the girls or something. They were like, this has uh, got to stop. Oh yeah. Him going into the girls room and, and trying to get fucking what's her name come on just just cuddle i just want to cuddle yeah i thought that, there was more was, than one I, I i i guess i wasn't aware yeah, but, there, was, uh, there was there was the one there was i didn't one know that i believed one. it until i did realize that we had no fucking alcohol <laughs> like, yeah what the fuck yeah. but the only maddie person was that had alcohol, alcohol was maddie <laughs> the only one that had alcohol was maddie and that's because he was giving money to the producers and they were bringing him a bottle of jameson Right. Well, that also, Maddie, he couldn't at the time, I think, if Maddie didn't function. have alcohol, yeah, I don't know that he would have been able to function. He, he was no, he, severely addicted. Yeah. And I did, you know, like I said, it, it, the show will bring out every insecurity and every little thing that bothers you. Um, yeah, it plays it, it, into it and it plays them. Like, like I mean, even getting him that much alcohol, uh, he had a tooth problem, though. I guess I should say he had a tooth problem at the time, and he was going through enough pain, and he didn't want to see the doctor about it. Didn't have the insurance, I think it was. So he was just drinking alcohol. <laughs> it was that was that was his his answer to me at least. Is I was like, take that tooth, take care of it. He's like, ah, I'll just drink. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. He was. He was drinking all the time. He'd always do them voices and shit. God, but, he's know, hilarious. Just, he. he uh, it was it was a different time. For the longest time, I hated the fact that I was on the show. You know, um, it, it that you were on off. the show. Yeah, I, I see. I, <laughs> I had applied for season two, and they As strung me on a little bit. Then I applied for season three, and they strung when me on a little further. When you applied for season two, where did you go on season two for your? Or did you go to casting, or did you just apply on email? I just applied, and they would they would do videos with me and shit, and have me submit okay. things. See, a lot of a lot of I can explain it too that there's there's two different ways the casting will work. One is the way that where you go to the casting. So I ended yeah. up going to Chicago the second time. The first time I went to New York and then Austin, Texas, because I tried out twice, and I, I went to both those places. But other people they'll they'll do emails for a while until they um, they want to do a video one with you. Did did you get to the video? Yeah, both times. Okay, and then also on season four. The only thing I think. I think what niched it for me when I applied for four, because I was pissed off, I wasn't going to apply. I just opened up a shop and my ex-wife at the time was like, just do it. You know, you just, just was apply. Was she at the time or she was married? You were married to her. I was married. It was, it's my daughter's okay. mother. Um, she's I'll just do it. So I was real smart ass on my, on my answers to everything. And, and they wanted me to submit <laughs> that like that. 60 second video or what 90 second video introducing yourself and okay. i told him i said i submitted one last year here it is i'm not i don't have time or the, and i'm not going to put in the effort if you guys are just going to string me along so you can watch last year's video right. and next thing you know i'm getting a call you know and it's the typical well will you throw anybody under the bus yep and drive over them and then throw it in reverse and back over them again, and then get out and hand them the keys. You know, if there's and anything I'm tired of hearing, 
on Ink Master. Anytime I watch his show is is about throwing them to the wolves or throwing them under the. It's always like that that same phrase. Yep. yep. <laughs> I feel like yep. there was a couple of producers that helped push it or something, and now it's part of vernacular everywhere. I, I probably <laughs> it was before, I guess, but I didn't notice it nearly as much, and now I, I cringe when I hear it. Like, oh god, throw them under the bus. So. <laughs> they even put it. They even put it in that little excerpt when they announced me as the bull in that magazine he's looking forward to getting into fights or something like that and throwing people under the bus four wheel drive yeah. they ask you what you thought of the judges uh, in that video yep. too in the vi okay yep. what was your answer Told there? Them, like a tattoo them all under the table and uh oliver's only famous because he was married to kat von d and oh, you went for that one. And, and Chris is only famous because of Miami Inc. And he actually, and then I heard something about, I'd heard back in the day that he'd actually quit tattooing and went back to construction. And then Ami called him and said, come back to tattooing, bro, because we got signed. The show's getting signed. We got to shoot a pilot. And that's the only reason why he got into tattooing again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But well, Chris Nunez is say. smoldering hot. That's what I do know about him. Oh, dude, there I is. I touched him and, and my fingers almost burnt. They were singeing even through that stupid ass fucking sweater. Yeah, maybe that's why it was so hot. Through his cardigans? I don't know. He always is <laughs> in layers. He's in layers. I think there's a problem with his arms, though. I think he's got like a dwarf syndrome kind of thing, maybe, because like his arms don't go to the bottom of his pockets. You know, that, that's strange. That's kind of like how Dave Navarro's nipples are always hot and he's got to cut the circles out of his shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> live moss live moss guys live moss <laughs> the one thing that was the hardest thing for them to do was to uh do the, everything else they did or they i should say uh dave did so smoothly but when he had to sell a food product that he didn't <laughs> eat and, or agree with and then when he when he had to sell a uh, beer uh he was like oh and, and it wasn't like he 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 didn't acknowledge oh i hate selling these things it was just that I noticed he had a hard time for the first time ever. I was like, he almost seems unprofessional. He almost seems like it would be me doing that shit. You know, usually would, it seemed like. He'd look straight at him and say, do I have to say it like that? Remember? Right. Yes. Yes. And, and that's honestly, that's what helped me form my, I, I knew I wanted to say something to, to Chris. I wanted, I was pissed at him and that's what helped me form calling him a bitch. I mean, generally, you can call somebody a bitch, you know, it's going to piss them off. But I realized that these guys, Dave at that time was being Taco Bell's bitch. You know, he was being, he was being fucking Corona's bitch. Corona's you know, it was bitch. like, he, he was Corona's bringing him to the beach, but it was more like Corona was bringing him to the bitch. Remember, there was like, <laughs> it's your beach or something was the thing, right? Well, it was yeah. his bitch. But he, he turned into a bitch because those ain't that fucker complains when a waiter come, brings the food out and he has his thumb on the edge of the, plate and i know that yeah. because now i complain about it because i never thought about it until watching a show with dave on there bitching about waiters coming out with a thumb on the plate and i'm like yeah it actually is fucking disgusting the more i think about it but <laughs> irregardless he doesn't like taco bell i mean if you can't have a plate that's touched by a wait waitress then you ain't gonna be ready to eat the slop that they put in a caulk gun and squeeze in between two pieces of flour tortilla and then smash inside of a grill with the sauce that is probably straight from outer space you know 
who knows what that stuff is even made of? It tastes too delicious to be anything but plastic. Um, <laughs> so it's like it's, lead and plastic. It's alien it's embryonic like, fluid. It's so good though. Like uh, the fucking uh, quesadilla, <laughs> the Diablo sauce. Uh, I'm like, I know it can't be good for me. Is I enjoy this. Like I get a smile when I start eating it. I'm all happy. Like, nope, nope, that ain't. I mean, you should be happy when you eat. I'm not saying you shouldn't be, but when you get to the level that I'm happy when I'm eating a quesadilla, then I, I know that it's addictive and bad for me, you know. But he can't eat that shit, and there ain't no, no way he can sell it too. So when I saw him being a bitch and not liking it, I was like, yeah. I'm going to call him a bitch. Candy wouldn't let me say that his mother sucked cocks in hell. I really wanted to. She was like, "You wouldn't she, let me say it." <laughs> she said, "Don't. Everybody's got a mom. You can't say that." Because she taught, you know, uh, Hale called me, called her the night before, and kind of told her, you know, I did a, a beautiful tattoo, and uh, I fought for it, and they hated it, and they beat it up, and he felt that it was. He was like, honestly, I don't know. It seems a level of bias now, and I wouldn't know, but I would be tempted to beat his ass. So Candy calls. I talked to her shortly after that, and she's like, you know, we're ready to have you back home. So do whatever. <laughs> and then she well, told me, she says, but I was like, cool. Well, I'm going to tell him his mom sucks cocks in hell. And she was like, burr, burr. <laughs> Halt. yeah, you don't bring somebody's mama into it. <laughs> I, I so wanted him to swing on me, though. I didn't. I was not about words at all that day. You can see it when he asks me. He's like, so are you doing better than Scott? Are you doing better than Maddie? And it's like, so I'm in third place? I should have said that, right? I should have said, so I'm in yeah. third place? Oh, God. <laughs> right? after the, the, the thoughts, the things that came out of my mouth after the, you know, after that, you're like, shit. Did I say you know? that? And, and then you watch it. I, I watched the season when it first aired, and I hadn't touched it since. And then recently, my wife who didn't even know when I met her, didn't know anything about the TV show, didn't know I was on it. She, right, I, didn't, nice, I, don't, actually. I, I don't go around telling people about it at all. No. Like when I just opened up this new salon, this new suite, um, the girls end up coming to me going, why didn't you tell us? I'm all, well, if I didn't win it, why would I go around telling people that I was on it? Right. You know, they, they, I, don't I don't know. know. I'm, I'm, I'm here and there on it. it. I drop it occasionally and I feel almost bad when I do. But I try to do it in a fashion that I know these people would say that to me eventually. Why didn't you tell me? You know, when yeah. I can kind of tell that, that they would not be hurt. And it, it, I can't say it's hurt, but that they would want to know that information. And I try to say it at a time that it wouldn't be too opportunistic, slightly yeah. opportunistic. You know, like maybe if it gets me a free sandwich, I, you know, if, I was on Ink I, Masters. To ink sponsors or something like that. And you look familiar. I uh, was. I was on that show. I mean, I'll, I'll say shit like that, but I won't. Right. Joe po, Joe Schmo in public. I won't even when if I have if I go to a bar, which I don't even go to bars anymore. Every great once in a while, I'll pop in to say hi to somebody. But it, it always leads to tattoo conversations and what can you do for this? And oh my god, you were on this. And right. and it's like, dude, I don't even. I'm not at work. Leave me the fuck alone. You know, my brain's got to shut off once in a while. That's uh. <laughs> The difference for, see, I don't work, so I almost enjoy those conversations sometimes now. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't I'll catch, I even, I'll catch COVID talking to you about your tattoo in a bar. 
Because the funnest part about talking, talking about a tattoo on the bar is I can listen to your stupid idea and I can know that I'm never going to do it. And just be like, yeah, you, you ain't going to remember tomorrow. Anyway, if they do, then I'm fucked up and I got to try and do some tattoo that I, I remember you said you could do it. Dude, I say a lot of shit when I'm drunk, man. I, no one can do that tattoo and make it look good. It can be done. Yeah, I told you it could be done. I was just being honest. I didn't say it would look good. I'm, I'm getting so old that. I'm getting sold that I'll be sober and talk to somebody about a tattoo and a week later go, no, I don't remember what we talked about. Remind me. Cause I don't, <laughs> I worry about what I got to do right then and there. And that's it. I don't have time for worrying yeah. about this or worrying about that. I, I, in tell the them it's like the Dalai Lama. Yeah. You're just trying to keep tell them you're like the Dalai Lama. You know, you're just trying to keep, um, you know, yourself 100% present for the people there then. Yeah. That way, you know, you can have an impact. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, 90%. So I'm trying to be 90% for the people here. And that only leaves 10% to remember your fucking dumbass a week ago. <laughs> Dude, there's people I've tattooed multiple times and I still don't recognize their face when they walk up to me. And I tell them, I said, well, I'm not looking at your face. Show me your tattoo and I'll remember who you are. Right. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm well, not looking at your face. How many times do people change their look? I, since there was a time when not so many guys had beards. That was a thing growing up. You might remember it. Sure. Everybody shaved. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was like you shaved, saw a long beard. The, the pedophile mustache type thing going on. The pervy mustache. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either we just knew that you were a perv oiling your mustache and tying women to railroad <laughs> tracks and then curling it as you sneak away. Um, <laughs> or you had a goatee and we made fun of you because you obviously had your flannel tied around your waist too. Uh, <laughs> listening to some Pearl Jam, and then we started bombing motherfuckers in Afghanistan. I swear to God, my for me, that's I don't know if that's the truth, but 100% of the chronology of it is we started bombing Iraq and we started to wear beards. Like it became, I saw it on billboards for the first few times, and uh, and then I was like, wow, there's beards, like that's kind of thing. And then, same as is Ink Master. Same as my life, at least in experience with Ink Master. I couldn't get laid in high school. And, you know, girls weren't approaching this kid. Then I go on the show and, and bitches acting like I've been hot this whole time or something. Like, you got to give me a second to, to get into that because I don't, I don't feel high. So it's hard for understanding. What's that? Unfortunately, I, did really, I really didn't have that problem since I was 16 sleeping with my high school teacher. You were always getting laid, huh? <laughs> I, I Sleeping with like your I'm high school teacher. Was it, didn't they make a movie about? They made a movie about that. You're you're the you're the inspiration for that that Adam Sandler movie with with Andy Samberg. <laughs> it wasn't quite you that. Got the back, but... You got the Backstreet Boys tattooed on your chest, or your son does. <laughs> you never had a kid with that with that teacher. <laughs> uh, we almost did, and then. Um... There was complications, was she, so they had to do an emergency DNC. Was she married? She was when I started out with her. I'm the one that hit oh, on her. You dirty bastard. Well, of course, you're a kid. Like, I, well, I don't know about a course. I probably wouldn't come out of my shell to do that. But, like, I would hope that she wasn't the one that's just like, so, what's up, 16-year-old? No, she, she wasn't like that at all. <laughs> Me and my buddy were both hot for her and. He came up to me one day and said he kissed her. And I'm like, you did what? I mean, what do you mean you kissed her? Well, I, I kind of, I said, how did you kiss her? He goes, I kissed her. I'm like, how? 
like I walked, we were putting away weights in the weight room and she stood up and turned around and I leaned in and gave her a kiss and walked out. Oh, okay. And I was like, that my head just immediately went game on. So the next day, <laughs> I think day or two, challenge accepted. Put weights away. Yeah. And she turned around and I grabbed her by the back of the hair and put one on her and looked in the mirror and her leg went up and everything. I was like, cool. And that's all I thought it was going to be. Right. I was like, yeah, I kissed the teacher. Yeah, I'm a fucking dog, whatever. And then yeah, the next day, he's like, I finger banged her. We <laughs> friend the next day. Right on. You got like a filter titty. Last day of school, one of the other students that she was friends with um, came up to me and said, hey, Miss Miss so-and-so wants to know, do you want to keep seeing each other? And I'm like, yeah. So well, like a week later, I was sleeping with her. Wait, a teacher? went to a liaison student another student came to you and said hey this teacher wants to fuck you basically basically wants to know if you want to see her over the summer because she's the teacher and she's not supposed to make that call so it has to be up to you was another student like she just like that's really bad cover-up work right there like that's not somebody you want on the team and a female student. Oh, yeah. Well, at least she isn't going to spread it anywhere. She'll tell no one. You know, I haven't I haven't had my best luck. Um, that's probably why I got fucking around so much. Is I haven't always picked the best in personalities. Okay. Um, somebody's always had some kind of weird daddy drama or, you know, I just think, oh, you're hot. And then there's some no, drama for always, you. How old was the most teacher? Dumpster fire. She was 31. She was 15 years older than me. Mm, sexual prime for a woman. Yep. You was in yours. Met up. Yep. Bang, bang. Yeah, got, ruin a relationship. Got, You're a house breaker. <laughs> Your first car? Yeah, I got my first car from her. She bought me my first car. Wow, you got some good dad. Well, Good thing you're married because they're going to be sliding yeah. your DMs after. Now they know what kind of a good dick you got. Wait, what kind of car was it? She gets you a Chevette? 74 Camaro. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait. No, I've seen the roof before, man. I'm not that impressed. I mean, it's not ugly, but it's got some fucked up tattoo work right now. I'll tell you that. It looks like it's been in jail <laughs> it's or got, something. It's got a list. <laughs> it's got a list? That, a list. That's why it says roof. My my dick has a lisp. Let's explain this story. <laughs> this needs to be told. Hey, oh, I'll tell. Let, let me set it up for how I even find out when I tell a friend of mine. We get our phone, and you know the tattoo industry is you know small enough that you know we've yeah. rubbed elbows. Yeah. So we all know each other somehow. Kind of, you know? Somehow, and, uh, sometimes. so I'm talking to Drew, Toby Drew. Oh my god! <laughs> and I start telling him a couple of the people, the couple of names of the people I know. <laughs> And I say, Jim Francis. And he says, the Thruf? And I said, yeah, what? <laughs> and then I hear the story that I'm going to ask you to tell now. All right. Madison, Wisconsin, tattoo convention. I, I like the way it's starting out. Let's talk about yeah. the weather. It was cold outside. It was, it was, it was it a was dark frost. <laughs> it was a slow show and nobody was there. So, uh, yeah, I'd been drinking that day because it was slow, and the apprentice I was tattooing was complaining a lot. So I was doing lots of shots of uh, Southern Comfort at the time, and even what was stopped she by. Complaining about? Hey, that it hurt. 
Oh, you were um, tattooing her? I was tattooing her, yeah. Okay. And uh, I even stopped by Toby's booth at one point, or a couple points. I think I did like six shots of Patron at his booth. And drunk as fuck and looked at the apprentice and said, let's do it. And she goes, it? I'm all, let's do it. And at the time, back when I first started tattooing, a lot of the guys were getting silly things like tribal bands and flies on the head and shit like that. On their penis. <laughs> of, their, of their penis. And they asked me at the bar one night, well, well what are you going to fucking do? And something, I think I just watched a few good men or something. And I said, right. I'm going to get the truth written right across the helmet. And they're like, what? And I'm all, because the truth hurts and you can't handle the truth, bitch. And I started doing the DX <laughs> thing. <laughs> the X part. And right. they're like, oh, fuck, Jim. You know what? You got a little da 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 da. And I was like, no, if that if the girl says it's little, then I'll just tell her the truth is a little white lie. And they're like, ah, shit. So that's what I was supposed to get. Well, well I was obviously a little, it got you a Camaro, bro. <laughs> even if it's just, even if it's, if it's physically little, it's got like a Napoleon kind of stature or performance level. Fucking Camaro, bruh. Good on you. No, it's and a testament, man. Too. What'd you say? It was like a 74 Camaro too, right? You say? 74 Camaro, yeah. It's like the year you were born. 71. Oh, you're older than me. Right on. 74 is the year I was born. So I'm, I'm more be, impressed than you are by the car. I'll be 51, 222, 22. On a Tuesday. <laughs> right on. 222 so on a Tuesday. February 22nd, 2022. I'll be 51. That's a weird ass sounding date. You already thought it through like <laughs> that, though. <laughs> My wife pointed it out to me. She goes, You realize there's all these twos, right? I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. Did you add them up? You should take that to one of the astrology people and have them determine what your next move should be, huh? I don't pay attention. <laughs> You're supposed to play the sitar. You give up tattooing. You're going to go and take on a, a different name. You're going to move to the to the Afghan mountains and start playing the sitar, <laughs> dude. You got a whole fucking harem to follow you. It's, it's your you're new gonna life. Grow a, you're going to grow a gentle J beard that's all scratchy and yuggy looking and, and try to be popular. Do you grow a good beard? I've got a solid beard. You just saw me in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did, didn't we? <laughs> I remember you as fresh baby face, Jim, that the producers put forward to us. So, yeah, the the only the only thing bigger than my and a couple other people. You there? No, we're having some audio difficulties. <laughs> I, I'm sure the story was great, um, but unfortunately, I'm going to ask you to repeat it. <laughs> when do you want me to repeat it now? Oh, oh, actually, Candy says, you know what? Let's just talk about your penis. Oh, okay. Uh, she's excited to, to figure out how it became the truth because you were going to get the truth on there. Correct. And I was so inebriated that... I didn't spell check anything, and I didn't know the apprentice had been drinking also. Well, you were so training I, her, right? And you were training but, her 
tattooing her that day and you were drinking, I imagine she was learning from your example. I, you know what? I never said I was a good example. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, she been. As long as you practice that, that with telling her first, first place, go on. I don't know. All of a sudden, you Taylor, you know, the, the piercer. Yeah. Um, he stands up from the other side of the curtain and goes, hey, Jim, don't worry about the misspelling. Put it in a girl's mouth and have her say truth. It's going to sound like truth anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong so have you found so that when you went, uh, i don't ask him to talk <laughs> <laughs> you're not that one huh why don't you spell the alphabet so the first time i met you is when you brought that up you were looking through my portfolio on convention day and you went truth truth i heard about somebody that got their dick tattooed with truth and i went how you doing, Kyle? I'm Jim. And you're like, oh, shit, that's you? And then Nunez and Oliver walk up, and you go, dude, this guy got his dick tattooed, and they misspelled it. <laughs> oh, you're welcome for the introduction, then. <laughs> well, hey, nice to meet you guys. <laughs> Great job, Kyle. Thanks, man. Yeah, well, uh, I, uh, I, I probably went to the story backwards, then. He must, he must have been asked me who was there, and I was like, dude, the three's here. I must have already heard the story and just remembered it. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, that's not one you forget. No. Hilarious. That I, I do recall now going to, because it was in, like, the last page or something. It's on the, or maybe on the very beginning page. It said the truth, right? Um, I don't know. I don't remember the truth being on there. I mean, they interviewed me enough about it, asking me to tell the story again. So I was doing, like, a PSA about not getting tattooed when Penis you're drunk. Tattooed. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, nah, get your penis tattoo, Kyle. You know what I'd put a penis on penis service announcement. <laughs> you know what I would put on it? Um, I, I would put on it uh, possible side effects. You know? No, I, really, I would, I would want to have Can on I my penis. Vomiting? I would want to have my balls tattooed like they were two dragster uh, tires, those big tires, and then, and then the rest of it tattooed with some racing stripes. And somewhere I want to have like an engine compartment opened, and I want Jesus working on it so Jesus can build my hot rod. Oh, my God. You know what? That makes sense now because Sandy, uh, Sandy, Candy always said you left skid marks in your underwear. <laughs> That's what it's my balls are burning out because it's so fucking hot, so fast, and so quick to this finish line. I'm like, Candy, what was that? 0.3 seconds? Whoa, oh my God. You wreck it. <laughs> Let me show you my O face. I can't because it's all right. Like, by the time I even get ready to make it, I'm already at the finish line. <laughs> it doesn't handle the corners good, though. Straight missionary. <laughs> Pounding that shit. You know, Halo uh, used to have this. Well, it's probably true, really. He used to tell this story to these girls, his customers. It wasn't just girls. Like, Halo's an interesting cat. <laughs> Halo yeah. uh, is entertaining. And man, I worked several years with that guy before ever being on the show with him. We used to work, you know, conventions together. 
and uh, he he would he would sell uh, the short fuck complete enough that I think girls were willing to try. I don't know that he ever got with him. He, he was probably more joking, but he would be like, no, nah, I'm like one minute. I'm like one minute tops. And then, you know, they'd start looking down and be like, oh, no, don't look down, though. They don't feel bad because it's like that minute is full on like pow, 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 pow. And he'd just start slamming the table like repetitively. And then he'd be like that right there. You see that? How, how long you even wanted that? Not too much. Oh, God bless. You him. didn't even he know you wanted it, so you got it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, you don't want that beating on you all that time. Anyway, fucking boom, done. One and done, on. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. We we called each other nut brothers because I have I don't have a left one and he doesn't have a right one. Oh, what'd you lose for? Uh, it was called epididymitis. It uh, twisted up on itself from lifting when I was loading trucks, and because uh, it was so small inside of that big sack, it was from all the fucking. You were taking all those tests. Those two little keys. <laughs> That was up until they that was before. remember which side they were on. The left that one was, was like, "I will try out the other side for a minute." That was, that, before, that was before I touched any of that shit. Yeah, I was only—I right on. think I was nineteen. I was well, nineteen, fuck, man. That's why your penis seems so impressive to the girls because there was no yeah. nut. It was like to bald to nut ratio was so off that they were just like, "That it, thing's got to be huge." Yeah. I mean, if you can look like nuts, a nose hanging over an old chin. <laughs> With the proof written on it. Uh, yeah. Never tattoo your penis. That's what I say. That's what I say. <laughs> Just don't do it. I've thought about mm-hmm. it, and then I'm like, it, I'm going to have to show this off. My, you're, You know, maybe some gay guys, but no. Like, it's never picture ready. You know, like, there's some fluffing and stuff involved. You can't just pull your shit out and like even if you're going to surprise your wife you know the kids are out for a second you're just going to drop it out on the t- coffee table or something you know you don't you got to go fluff a bit and check and you know make sure it's presentable <laughs> right well, i did i did that to you guys in the in the house i went in the bathroom what, when you, i mushroom headed it oh. i no i mushroom headed it and i fucking took a picture and then i went up to you guys with my phone and go hey oh. look at this dickhead <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. So that that's with with that joke. Now I can see there's a greater reason to get tattooed. You're absolutely never mind. I I take down my former stance on not getting your your dick tattooed. And honestly, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe there's something to it. I know I had my penis pierced once. Um twice. Actually, three three times actually. Did did I do three? No, I only did two. No, I did three. I had like a Jacob's ladder. Thing going. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the idea. Uh didn't really work out. Uh like you might think. There was a lot of like working that in. I didn't realize yeah. I, okay, so I'm with this thing for a year after healing it. And then you gotta take a little bit of time off, you know, from fucking and all that. Not a long time, but uh, you know, uh yeah. and, and whatever the guy told you, you did half of that at most anyway. But so yeah. you take this little bit of time off and and it, there was a re, relearning how to use it, I guess. Right. And I got in a fight at, a, at Pablo Island. Was it King's Island? One of these six flags. We're camping out. Somebody didn't like I was playing some clutch. And in my girlfriend's car at the time, she's uh, 
yeah, I can say it. she's a fucking cunt. So anyways, this <laughs> fucking cunt that I'm with at the time, she's probably a beautiful person. Just we weren't right for each other. Okay. But I was yeah. in her car and I was pissed. She was in there getting her face put on. She never left with her face. So we're camping. She couldn't get her face together. I had to like drive her to the fucking place so she could put her face on. Um, <laughs> I've had to drive her to the pisser, right? So she can put her face on. And she's like, I don't know, going in like, uh, like, like she's got to cover her head for religious reasons or something. I don't, she, yeah. So she's like going in like like uh, like uh, Nosferatu, you know, scared from the sun doesn't, with her makeup bag. Doesn't have her, doesn't have her she's, on. Yes. Well, she she's just no. She she does doesn't she can't see the day. No one can see her without her face. Even me, it was a problem. I guess. Oh my she's God. weird. Weird girl. Not 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 the right one for me. So anyway, so uh, and I was believe it or not, this is prior to tattooing. I was a little henpecked. I was a little uh. uh, uh, uh you know, I was probably more scared of her than I was yeah. of the guy that I end up getting in a fight. So I'm playing the clutch and uh, the lady comes on the PA from the little tour thing. She's picking up the campers. She's taking them out. She tells me to turn it down. I can't hear her because it's louder inside of the car than it is outside of the car. And it yep. must be loud enough for her to want me to turn it down. So she comes up to the car and she knocks on the car and she says, I said, turn that down. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, tram lady. I didn't realize you were the audio control for the fucking park, too. I didn't say that. I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, hey, lady, surprise me. So I turned it down to hear what she says. She says, I said to turn it down. I says, oh, okay. Well, uh, how loud is too loud? I, I don't know now. I mean, what what down, you know, I mean, help me figure the appropriate amount, right? So she's already walking back. What's the decibel rate you want? <laughs> That's what I'm looking for, you know, like give me an instruction. You said, turn it down. And you also didn't say how long. So now I'm kind of being a dick because she's just paying me no mind going back to her trolley. So I turn it back up, but like two underneath where it was before, you know, not as loud, <laughs> but loud. And, yeah. uh, and it wasn't like, I just had, we was a factory stereo system. It wasn't nothing special. Right. So at mm -hmm. any rate though, one of the guys there on the tram or whatever, he gets like, he's pissed. So he reaches inside of my vehicle. And turns it down. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, dude. Oh, my God, you're inside my vehicle. I should be blasting your fucking face right now. And I swear to God, this is how much of a pussy I was. I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't not blast him in the face because I should have been blasting. I didn't blast him in the face because I was more scared of getting blood on the car or getting in any kind of altercation and having my, my uh, then girlfriend come out uh, and greet the day to a bunch of like oh no you can't go into the park your boyfriend fucked shit up uh, you know so i'm scared i'm a bitch oh the dude then though to push it further when i told him i should be beating your ass it's like i drew the line on the sand and then he snatched yeah. the glasses off of my face the sunglasses on and he threw them down the ones like doc brown wore in uh back to the future uh, i don't know yeah it's 1985 <laughs> yes 100 percent uh, I had the Brett the Hitman glasses on, the kind that exactly. you got at the WWM, and then you just actually that was the Doc ones, wasn't it? He went back yep. in, in the future and he met Brett the Hitman Hart. Brett <laughs> he tried to catch Carry Owen before Matt. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, dude, he broke him. Like I even then I was like, you're lucky you didn't break him because I'm still like trying to tread back and act tough, still trying to posture is tough, and he fucking broke them he reached in then to break them like i didn't understand the offense now luckily he scratched my face because i was tattooed and all pierced up my penis is pierced i'm all i look like i felt my face looked like i fell into a tackle box um 
So I get in a fight with this guy, though, because uh, now I'm just like, I, that's too many times you stepped over the line, right? So I, I, I crack him one kind of just really quick, just a little, little jab, you know, to get the mm-hmm. guard up. So quick, luckily, not a single person saw it. And it didn't really leave a mark. It was just a little rap right there. I think I caught him on the forehead. I was like, rap, pop, let's go, you know? And then, uh, and then, but as soon as we got to fisticuffs, he didn't want to do fisticuffs. He just jumped right in and like charged. I started to get him in a headlock, but he grabbed my balls. Oh. And just started bungee straight. He just started jumping like he was on a bridge in Australia and ready to fucking write this off his bucket list. Bungee jumping with my balls. Fucking, he started tugging on them. And so he gets a hold of the Jacob's ladder. It's under the frenum. It's the bottom of the piercing yeah. penis. You, you one, two. I think I had two of them in. And uh, might have had three. And, um, well, he got a hold of the piercing, too. Yeah. Yeah. My penis oh. looks a lot like, uh, see, it probably should be tattooed just to try and obscure from the scarring. <laughs> Because that's not the only time. Like, I actually caught my nuts inside of a trampoline when I was taking it apart one day, and that oh that did a number. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm not explaining, you know, like I'm not a Lorena Bobbitt victim, <laughs> you know, if anybody remembers her cutting her husband's wiener off, yeah. and then Frankenstein and gluing super gluing that thing back <laughs> together so he could cut a fucking nasty porn. Um, Frankenstein. <laughs> wasn't it called that or something? I think it was Frankenweenie or Frankenpenis or some shit. Wow. I hope he got paid enough for that. Cause I mean, wow. I don't know. <laughs> you go through all that and then you have to put your penis out there like a freak show. Like people are watching it. They don't even want to watch the porn. They're just like, I want to see what his dick looks like. Cut right in half found on the highway. Does it still got fucking garble and shit from the ditches <laughs> in it? Is the scar, did they clean it up good enough? You know, I don't know. It's got a burst stuck I, to the side of it. <laughs> yeah. So that's, <laughs> That's my penis, unfortunately. God bless my my wife. Somehow she fell in love with it. So that's why I guess Jesus could be working on it because somebody needs to fix it. No, um, it had, but but the thing of it was after the piercing was, I had to take it out, right? So I'm like, fuck, I take it out. Well, I end up using it, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my God. For one year, I've been hobbling myself around with a penis that I could barely use properly because I was so enamored with the idea that I would have a, a piercings. You know, I thought it was cool. It was unique. You know, I yeah. could, I could pull it out at the bar and I could slap it on the table a bit. Ting, 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 ting. And it'd be like, what the fuck? The heck? I just slapped his dick on the fucking table. Yeah. But the interesting thing was that it wrapped right. Instead of fucking, instead of slap, it was, for some I reason, had, I thought that was interesting. I mm. had a little guy who Oliver knows personally that I used to work with, and we'd be in the bar, and he would bet people 20 bucks each that he could break a beer bottle with his dick. So he'd get like really? five, six people involved in it. Yeah. So there'd be all these 20s sitting on the bar. He'd stand up on the stool mm-hmm. with that his dick, and the, bar, the bottle would be laying on its side empty, and he'd whack and break the bottle in half. He had a double zero piercing, uh, Prince Albert. Right, but doesn't that then cut his dick too? Like, not if he slaps it hard enough, just real quick, the balls just hit it and crack the glass. Not like he's like okay, that so chick with her boobs slamming cans. He just hits it like <laughs> tapping it, makes it great. Right on. That way, that's 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 impressive. Yeah, and that's exactly it too. If you get your penis pierced, you're pulling that thing out. Oh yeah. 
Like that's the guy that does it too. Is like the guy who's always pulling his dick out, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> you know? kind of. Yeah, and he'd get drunk and he'd go up to a sink and just piss right in front of you. You're like, what the fuck? It splatters everywhere. If I put it in a normal toilet, I don't want to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's got the Prince Albert and it goes in two streams now. Yeah, three, <laughs> almost. Yeah, two. Three. The, the, no, it was two. I was, I was thinking it came out the other side too, but. It's yeah, just no, like a yeah. freshly tapped keg in the urethra. It's bad enough after you nut and you got that pee that, that you can't control. <laughs> and then, then you, I can't imagine the the lack of functionality you, that you get from Prince Albert. Are you peeing in candy after you nut? Am I peeing in her after I nut? Uh, not usually. That, it depends on the kink for the night, that, though. You we, said we, it's that pee you can't control <laughs> after you nut. <laughs> well, no, after you after you nut, you go and you take a piss, right? I mean, you, you do. Yeah. Everybody does, right? Everybody's yeah. right. You got to take, and then you're just like, whoa, oh, wasn't expecting that. Like it shoots out a whole different way. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong, right? Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. No, Maybe it's wrong. just me. I got a weird it, it penis. Might... <laughs> that Dun- All right. that Dunbar uh, dick. I, I've said too much. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Only my family experiences that. No, even uh, Dana Carey on What About Irene made fun of this fact. So I feel completely safe in in telling the world (laughs) something that's probably something experienced. You had me going for a minute. I'm like, oh, man, you're a freak. (laughs) It's probably all that (laughs) scarring from your penis being in so many fights. Yep. (laughs) All that cock wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, all that cock wrestling. Hey, you want a cock wrestle? <laughs> that's a good, that's a hashtag, dude. Want a cock wrestle? <laughs> the fuck, you think that you're tougher than me? Match. Oh yeah, I'll wrestle your cock right now. <laughs> that that would stop a fight from starting. I'm gonna try it. Fuck was, you, motherfucker. Well, you think you're so tough? I'll wrestle your cock right now. <laughs> there was a there there was a guy at the strip club one night and. uh my big buddy Floyd was watching through the cameras to see what this guy would do. They knew he was coming out and he was fucking looking for a fight. And he comes up to me and goes, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. Picked out the biggest one in the club. It was, no, my buddy Floyd was bigger than me. And uh, he goes, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. I said, you think so? He goes, yeah. I said, you know, I get paid to do this, right? And you're drunk. <laughs> right. And he goes, oh, good fuck. And I grabbed him by the back of the neck and I pulled him in real close. And he was kind of hesitant. And I went, see what's going to happen. Is I'm going to knock you the fuck out, and then I'm going to take, I'm going to pull your pants down, and I'm going to take a piss in your ass, <laughs> and then I, then I let him go, and he just lit, turned sheet white. Well, while this was happening, Floyd, Floyd came out and heard me say this to him, right? And the guy turned sheet white, turned around, walked down the fucking stairs, and goes, "What the fuck, Jim? Where the fuck you come up with something like that?" I'm like. I was just trying to think of the most degrading thing in the world to say to somebody so they just go away. <laughs> yeah, well, that I, would, I don't want an ass full of piss. You know, that, <laughs> I figured you're just from Massachusetts. You know, in Massachusetts, the fight's not over until somebody's pissed on. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I mean, I've experienced I thought, you know, you thought the fight was done and that everybody in the bar is still in a circle. And you're like, no, that guy's knocked down. Like, yeah, but he hasn't been pissed on yet. Oh my God. <laughs> there's still a chance there's still a chance man besides i'm betting on him fight's over dude nah he can still come too that guy ain't pissed on him yet <laughs> but you took it a step for you oh, no we pissed straight in the asshole 
<laughs> I mean, there's some work involved, especially when you lay down. And I'm like, I got to figure out how to unbutton that stuff. You know what I mean? I got to flip you back over. You're still knocked out. It's weird. I'm I like fiddling with your stuff. It. People are like, is he harassing him? I got to pull it down. I give you a little plumber's crack. I mean, how far do I want to go? I don't really want to see your nuts in my face, but my hands are right there. You're best two feet away from me. You know what I mean? So anyways, now I got to flip you over so I can get at the ass crack. I'm going to say probably plumber's cracks enough. And we're just going to piss and shoot. Or we're going to stand by the head so we can aim the stream down. You know, that's better anyways, because now it's going to look like you pissed your pants when you get up. They'll think it's you. You won't even know. You're not out. You get back up. You don't even know. Like, oh, fuck. He hit me so hard. I pissed myself. But I still got to pee. <laughs> and I bet you anything you envisioned the whole thing when you just told that story, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I it's come still up going with on. <laughs> it's still in my. Okay. Right on. Because you got imagination. So yeah. Mr. Rogers' <laughs> neighborhood I, worked for you. <laughs> right that's what it is you watch mr rogers growing up i wasn't allowed <laughs> no you're kidding me what tell no, me I more maybe one or two episodes it's it the tv wasn't on much when i was a kid i mean at least for kids programming okay right on man my, my i mean that was the one thing that i got to watch with no hesitation so you're like I wasn't allowed. I'm like, well, your parents just raising you straight Satanists or something. They were like, no, this stuff is far too good. It just, they, they, yeah. sports was always on, you know, that's why I don't watch sports. You know, I'm not in, I'm not into sports. Got enough of it. Even in Milwaukee, you're not into sports. Nope. Couldn't give two shits. Laugh my you're ass supposed off. to be one of them Detroit Lions fans up there. Oh God. That's I who they love, right? My, who is it? They lost this last fight, this last uh, thing against uh, 49ers. Who did the um, Lions? Packers. Or Packers. Oh, okay. Aaron Rodgers. Well, COVID yeah. told himself. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, he was he was on his way to being like MVP. What happened? Is he still he's he's the, MVP? You don't know. I actually watched the last part of it just because my wife wanted to see what was going on because she's a barber. So, you know, she's got a bullshit with the it's customers interview. about yeah. sports and all that stuff. And uh yep. the we're gonna be talking about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, I mean, if you're in Milwaukee. Well, I mean, if you're in Milwaukee and you're cutting hair, you're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure. Oh, if, yeah. You know, unless sure. you're doing females hair. And even then, you're probably like, I don't know, but he looks like he's hung. What happened to <laughs> I get it why my wife watches. Like, she watches football, and now I get it more and more. When did they stop wearing cups? He's, he's athletic, they? man. Dude, everybody's nutsacks out there. Everybody's, not everybody's package is hanging. It's like, I, you, I don't know, maybe you don't get hurt anymore. I remember I you were worried about those guys. I think you have a Peter Gazer habit there, buddy. Because you've been Dude, talking about Peter for the last half hour. I probably do. Maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm a pecker peeper. You know, I make the mistake, too, when I go into the urinal and I'm checking my phone. I'm probably actually just trying to glance to the side. <laughs> Whenever James Bond sees me, he's like, what's up, Peter Katz? Peter Katz. Peter Tats. Oh, Peter Tats. <laughs> hey, Peter Tats. Because you know, you know, James got a tattoo on his penis. Didn't know that. Yeah, of a tornado. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, not, it's not true. But he did use. Uh, it, what, I forget it. He's got it. Actually, I have to ask him. He used to have one oh. for it. It was something like um, what's the because it's got an appetite for destruction or something. And it leaves it leaves trailer parks 
under the uh, dis disturbed or or overturned or something <laughs> it don't leave a trailer park in the same place that's why his penis is that's what, oh my god so he's got a tornado he don't really have a tornado on it but he used to take oh. pictures of he, he will send you a picture of his penis though if you ask for sure um, oh yeah I, I i've heard that people getting pictures of it without asking yes yeah that was a, that's the thing i do believe um and usually it will oftentimes it will be a picture of one of his exes who had a tornado sticker on her table one time. And so he took the tornado sticker and put it on his wing. And uh, and there you have it. That's the that's the time that I saw James Wang. It had a tornado. I've had the chance since then because he had a hoe phone for a while. And then his wife found the hoe phone and then his wife. I, wife's the wrong word for, her, but his 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 uh baby's mama is yeah. is uh, but and uh she found the phone. A hoe phone is a secondary phone that you would have just to have hoes in it. She found that phone, and then she um disseminated some of the videos and pictures around. So I had the chance to see it again, but I've avoided. It's like I don't, oh my. I don't need to see that sexual exploits of my friends. Keep it I, all in I, my I, imagination. That guy is is a fucking handful. He's funny as shit. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah! Want to thank your mama? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I know about James. James Girl, will tell you. You better bring a, them titties over here. If you got a oh, he don't even care about them titties. If you got a big old fat ass and a vagina that looks like it's gonna float away, he says he says he's a he's a vagina connoisseur. And he says he wants to take the panties off and that thing looks like it's gonna float away like a butterfly. <laughs> I said, all right, so I need some dick grippers. You know what I'm talking about, Kyle? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the shit he says is fucking hilarious. I can't wait till you get him on. Oh, I can't wait, too, actually. I uh, love that kid so much. He's he's yeah. probably one of the greatest things the Ink Master has ever produced. I don't know if he existed prior to Ink Master. I'm sure he did. Uh, he tells stories as though he did, but I feel like... tell you a story when they came up and they had to paint the bodies. He he said when they then when they assigned the girl, why did I get the fat one? <laughs> <laughs> what did you give me the chubby one for? Well, well he likes like, a good the, dress mound too, as he explains it to me. So he ain't scared of it. He just wanted no. to be able to paint the prettier one, probably because he knew it would get better win. Because <laughs> James ain't hating on no ass. He, no, and he no. ain't he ain't turning away too many roles all the time either. You know, he takes some roles equal back. opportunity. Yes, I think he is. I don't know. I I I heard he might be single again. Oh, I didn't James know single again. Don't get me involved. Oh, Candy says don't get her involved. I don't know. I'm only Candy knowing what all I, the dirt. She knows far more of it than I do. It's like yeah, I don't I've know. I've successfully stayed off Facebook and not paid attention to a lot of people. Like maybe I shouldn't, but I'm gonna. I'll say it real quick so nobody else knows. I don't fuck with my Facebook. I barely fuck <laughs> my Instagram. I do not fuck with my Twitter. So I have if you're talking Twitter to me on any of those things, it's pro I'm probably asking you to send dick pics. Ain't I? There's a bunch of guys right now. They're like, dude, who have I been sending dick pics to? Bullshit. <laughs> fuck that. There you, there you go. Talking about dicks again. <laughs> Well, my wife's obviously into it. She's watching the football and she's fucking taking care of all my DMs. <laughs> yeah, she is. 
No, I, I'm not wrong about this. I could be. I mean, no, I'm not. Like cups don't look like that. <laughs> like cups don't look like that. Am I wrong, Candy? They wearing. I should. I should go straight to the source. Candy, they wearing cups. What you say? She says there is a mushroom tip look there. She knows what I'm saying. Yeah, she knows oh, what I'm saying. <laughs> you cut out again. Oh, Jesus. Like, I'm so pulled my microphone out even. Duh, though. Like, oh, yeah. Duh. Is there a mushroom? There's, I don't know, Kyle. I don't know. It could be a cup that's shaped like a penis. I don't know. You know, they form it's fit these, these cups nowadays. <laughs> she's out here watching an afternoon full of athletic legs in the in these tight little uh, uh stockings or whatever they call those your little leggings <laughs> things mushroom mushroom tips all squeezed in there while one guy's rubbing another's butt crack and then they all fight it out for for it's, i get for it the delivery <laughs> yeah i have the harder time probably understanding why guys watch it i guess like I can completely a sport that I just the only reason I don't get into it is because there's no one else to get into it with. I guess it's just boring and it's kind of perverted just to watch yourself. And you could just turn on Pornhub, I guess. But fucking uh, women's volleyball, <laughs> man, that's a sport. Oh. <laughs> mm. Talking about good Lord. Love that beach volleyball. Oh, my God. Those girls even wearing clothes. Ah. Oh I must be missing out on stuff because I don't watch any of that shit. <laughs> but that's just, I don't watch the sport. There's no one really to watch it with. It's not, and then, it, like, even if you start watching it, you're just all of a sudden you're like, man, yeah, I should probably just uh, turn on some porn up there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a lot quicker that way. <laughs> it's going to be one and done. Uh, yeah, but but so I get candy watching football. It's curious, though, with all this ass slapping and these guys watching the American the footy ball there and the mushroom prints and the pictures of these men on their walls. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder, is there a homoerotic aspect to football? There could be. And there I think that there's doctors listening now being like, uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> has to play with penis in order to <laughs> <laughs> to what to, to get the ball because i'm gonna fondle you right here and then i'm gonna yell a bunch of words you're gonna hike it when i touch you in a special way I'm, I'm gonna put the base of my hand the top of my hand on your taint and then you deliver the package <laughs> i've heard that that area, you deliver the i've heard that that area is called the perennium and oh perennium there, there are yeah, there are wonderful health benefits to exposing it to the sun for short periods of time. <laughs> don't go the don't go ten minutes. It's not used to seeing the sun. Oh I've, I've God, also learned that the perennium burns easily. <laughs> oh, Think about dear. it. The old too prison wallet doesn't see the sunshine too often. No, so the pink winker. The pink winker, yeah. The old leather Cheerio. The old brown eye. <laughs> old brown eye. What else we got for it? Turd cutter. Turd cutter. Um, come swallower. Um, <laughs> yeah, come dumpster maybe. Swallower, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I'll give it to you, but we're getting further away from the brown eye now. 
What is it, uh, the twinkling starfish? How about the starfish? That's, That's a wrestling move. Speaking of, why are all these people getting their fucking ass tattooed? Are people getting there? I know, my brother did one once. Uh, I wasn't aware that uh, there's a, a movement now. There's, there's artists I know that look for people so they can do that to them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what you're going to tattoo there? Butter Rose. What else would you tattoo there? I don't know. I've, I've heard stars. I've heard like an eyeball. Starfish. The, I get it. Eyeball. Yeah. And, yeah I've heard of. It seems like your danger, like if you're homosexual, I'm guessing that's a really attractive part to you. So there's a danger there of messing that up, I feel. You know? It, 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 I guess that's why they bleach it. Why would you bleach your asshole? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I'd only heard that David Navarro bleached his asshole and heard him <laughs> say that it was not true. So I guess I should have known that it, there's maybe a movement of people for asshole bleaching. There's probably a Facebook group for it, right? Support structure. Did, did you get to see his green room at any point? No. Uh, only when he showed me pictures of the tattoo that uh, he he finished or that I had With finished. Oliver? Seats, he's, like, he's like, did you see it healed? I was like, no, I haven't. And then he's like, here. And he showed me a picture of this mostly naked girl with my tattoo on her leg. And I was guessing that the background was his green room. <laughs> Yeah, um, I hope I ain't fucking her uh, whole thing up, but um, I don't know. She he had, his yeah, whole thing up. he had a small sitting area, and it was dim lit, and he had a king size bed. Right? Yeah, for fucking. Where he was about it. Chris and Oliver had to share a room that had like a big old antique like couch in it and a big TV. Right on. Makes sense was- to me. When I was doing my exit interviews, I went walking by his room. He's like, hey, Jim, 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 come here. Run around. What's up? You doing okay, man? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, really? Okay. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. You seem like a nice guy. And it's what he said to me. That was the last words that I, had, I heard from him. You haven't talked since? Nope. Text him. You get his number. Hit him nope. up on some, uh, some Jane's Addiction tickets. Nope. <laughs> But you got a nope. you got a problem with getting caught stealing? What? what? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <In> a woman's dress. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Well, that was a good video. That was the best song they had. Actually, not best. I shouldn't say at all. I should not because I, I do not believe that. I loved them growing up. So meeting somebody, I didn't. I loved their music, and I've never been somebody that was like, I love this person in this yeah. thing so much you know but I, I love their music i never cared to learn too much more about it i guess than that so i didn't even really know that he was in it except i was, to, I was never into any of all that stuff it was like metallica fucking megadeth shit like that you know I, I do know i think jane's addiction gave me the ability or it gave me a feeling that there was an ability to look beyond those music genres because it felt like cool was the accepted for me and my friends was being it was listening to this heavy metal stuff you know and but yeah. th- th- there was a new world of melody out there too that you just didn't get with a lot of it right True. like slayers not got that catchy hook you know it depends on what hook you're looking for <laughs> Southside of heaven. i mean maybe but no 
One of the uh, best concerts I ever went to. <laughs> no, I don't doubt it. Uh, lots of energy and lots of fun. I just mean to say there's more, you know, there's more to music. And at the time I couldn't, I, I, I didn't feel like I was allowed to like other musics. So Jane's addiction kind of was that stepping point for me when I, when I started to like them, uh, and, and then it, it, there was there was more people. They could. It was still rock and roll. It wasn't really heavy for the sake of being heavy. So it was this. It was this music that could be music, and it kind of led to me being able to listen to Bob Marley, which led to me being able to listen to uh, Willie Nelson, which led to Johnny Cash, and uh, and all these others. You know, the the it actually that that Jane's Addiction was a stepping point in my opinion uh, for being able to listen to other. To, to realize there's another world out there. So meeting Dave Navarro was kind of cool, but uh, I don't know. I never told him that too. I never was like, dude, your music meant something to me. Yeah, I never, um, I never, I w- that whole era when they came out was my hardcore drug phase. So I don't <laughs> remember a lot of it. Um, there's about 10 years that I, I, I don't remember my 21st birthday, um, 22nd, 23rd, none of that shit. Uh, wow. I remember being locked for nine months i remember being in a rehab for nine months um, yeah you were sober then what were you you were slamming meth no i was i was dealing and uh <clears throat> snorting and smoking right on. SWAT, SWAT team got me with a over an ounce which now isn't even considered a felony but back then it was um an ounce of meth is not considered a felony not even california anymore oh wow wow a misdemeanor now i say we just legalize it all it makes sense to me let stupid fall where it goes and if you die you die you know what i think we will legalize it all way too much and then make uh make free and accessible uh mental health and drug rehab programs and and see you know because like sometimes you build up a stronghold I, i i tried harder drugs because when i finally tried weed and i'd already been sniffing gas so it wasn't like I didn't do any kind, you know, uh, with certain trauma, you're going to end up doing something right to escape yeah. it. So it's going to happen, but they build up these just say no campaigns and shit. And then you smoke weed and you're like, what the fuck was I saying? No, about fuck yeah. that you lying ass. Cunt. So now I'm ready to try heroin, you know, like yeah. fucking hey, they lied to me about marijuana. It's fucking awesome. So I'm going <laughs> to put some cocaine in this shit. <laughs> But, I, you know, I mean, I think and just like actually even with with what's going. So uh, Jake Paul, a lot of people would rather that he wasn't in boxing, that he wasn't even on YouTube, that he wasn't even a thing. Right. People would have loved that since the beginning. I I watched him over my son's shoulder um, far before he was ever boxing. And I was like, what the fuck? This guy's a terrible rapper. (laughs) He was really bad at rapping. That's what I knew him as. Like he came up with this terrible Ohio rap or something. I don't know. It was a terrible rap. It was just terrible. But I I didn't know anything about that. It had everything that a rap video should have except for good rap. (laughs) Gotcha. And uh, and so I don't know. It was something. My son eventually kind of grew out of watching him and I was almost thankful. But with with the resistance that people had against him, they actually gave him a platform and energy, you know. I believe like, it. And he learned how to. That's I kind of look at him as a hero of some sort because he learned how to take that negative energy that they have. Like, oh well, would you like to see me get my ass beat? Right on. Are you willing to pay for it? 
Okay, even better. You know, that's that's the way the world's working now. It's kind of we're not going to focus on people that work hard. It's whoever's going to you know make an idiot out of themselves. Ooh, um, works hard at making an idiot. Yeah, sometimes piss me sometimes off as a parent. As so, people that we know, it comes easy to them. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I have a certain <laughs> admiration for it. Just, just um, so, but I also noticed that there's almost these strongholds that we build up by just saying no, you know, by saying you can't, you're almost making somebody like, well, I'd rather make that decision for myself, yeah. you know, instead of saying, Hey, you can, uh, but this is where it leads. Maybe you want to take a look at some methmouth.com before you go ahead and start on that journey. You know? Yeah. I am so glad I didn't <laughs> that shit. Oh, I thought you were doing meth. You you were you I were uh, not. Okay. I spent over, eight, oh, you I spent you over eight years on it. I just it 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 embalmed me more than tearing me up. I mean, it aged my innards and my spine and all that other crap. But it didn't. I didn't lose my hair. I didn't chew my teeth out. I think right. it came up with the people I was I was dealing and hanging out with. It was it was done for recreation and fun. It wasn't something you freaking fiended over. And if you got if you started right. fiending over it, somebody was there to beat your ass. <laughs> So right we tend we we tended to blow more on the floor than we'd sell some nights just being jackasses and getting somebody all strung out and then we'd give them a free one and as they went down we'd look at each other and wink and then all of a sudden and there was a quarter gram blown on the floor you know and if you bent over to try to get it then you were kicked in the face. I don't understand. Wait, explain this scenario. So they're on the dance floor and you were no, giving people f- okay hotel floor a hotel we were in a hotel. Oh, I got you. If you started acting like a fiend, then yep. you would get kicked in the face. No, yep. what they call it carpet cruising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't go carpet cruising. Is that a cracker? Or is that crack? I don't care. Yeah. Put it in the pipe. See what happens. Oh, yeah. It was a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there before. Uh, I, I've seen people turn into straight fiends in front of me, I guess. And I've been addicted but not to where I was ever fiending. I was fortunate enough. Sometimes it gets a hold of people real good. I seen one yeah. guy, um, he was a boss of mine and I, I built a shop for him because uh, I was doing construction and uh, he talked me into using my credit card to withdraw some money so that we could go get a bag of weed from this dirty D. And I'm like, well, I know dirty D because he was at the old shop that we used to work at. And he didn't deal weed. He's like, he can get weed. I'm like, I don't doubt that he can get weed, but you know, I can get you weed when we get back to Flint. Like we don't need to get this, this weed. Uh, Cause it comes with us going to a crack. <laughs> We're going to a crack area, dude. This dude yeah. deals crack and it's late at night. Like I, I knew dirty D in the daytime and that felt much more comfortable than knowing him at night. But as we yeah. turned down the street to my buddy, I mean, hundred percent physical change. You know, like this guy I'd looked up to is the owner of a shop, hundred uh, percent physical change. He started to sweat kind of profusely, put his fingers through his hair a lot. He jumped over my seat <laughs> to get in the back seat looking for a Coke can because he was going to smoke it through a Coke can. And I'm like, dude, we're not going to smoke weed through a, through a fuck Coke can. Why are you? We can roll it. I got papers. That's not. Yeah. But he, he was also still my boss at the time or someone I would hope to work for. He, he actually ended up firing me after that because I think it, it I mean, because like now I have this knowledge of him in this bad scenario, you know? Yeah. He, like he doesn't want disseminated to the other people that work for him. So I was kind of um, 
I was kind of like how you you you'd Mike Seaver some shit. You're like that girl said you're you're a fucking cunt. So that they hate each other and don't talk about each other, and they imagine all the stuff stemming from from that is is between them. And now that, that now you can you know screw them both. You can take them both to the dance because they'll just be talking about how they hate each other. I'm gonna need Boner's help though, because when I dance with the girl, Boner's gonna have to take the other girl outside for a cigarette. <laughs> God. If anybody remembers Boner. <laughs> Is that crazy? Like you remember Boner on the Mike Seaver and the Growing Pain show. I but, do remember Boner. Um, I've actually seen that the demographic that listens to my podcasts, that this podcast that we're on right here, is uh, actually a lot of these kids grew up watching this. Oh, okay. They have questionable parents, <laughs> and they let them watch shows <laughs> that they probably shouldn't and uh and now the the damage is done and they think enough like us that they listen to us bitch about each other and other things throughout the day <laughs> is that how do you feel knowing that you got i mean kids were literally like you got it you see it now too right but they're like 20 now but think about it i mean they were 12 just when yeah. we start when we did this yeah yeah, oh God. Yeah. You're a role model. That's what I'm saying, brother. How's it feel? No. no, I'm no role model. Only person I try to be a role model to is my daughter. You know, just being a dad and a good husband and lay down nice work. That's all I want out of life now. I'm not well, I'll chasing be the Instagram Facebook followers. I've never been I'll popular be that way. I don't want to be I'll known. I don't want people talking to me when I don't know them just i'm me and that's i'm happy being me i'll do it i'll do it for you i'll wear the mantle i'm happy to nope. do it i think yep. you can have just, it because I'll, I'll tell you why all right be, because um i really don't know i'm not not really happy to do <laughs> i had a bullshit excuse for a second i was excited for it and but candy's giving me the wrap it up sign which actually honestly means the best part about General J is that he gave me a sign off that says so so and it, it fits for General J easily as much as it does for me that I've said too much and I've stayed too long. Oh God, that wraps General J up in a heartbeat, dude. I don't know, about <laughs> you, but that's that's all about Jay. Well, everything's yeah. all about Jay. Yeah. No, I'm willing to sacrifice and be, I, I remembered, I'm willing to sacrifice and be a role model because, uh, because I, you don't have to be a good one. No one said, yeah, okay. I'm a role model. That's your fault. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't choose your role model. Okay. I'm a role model. Man, I would have picked a better one. Have you seen Elon Musk? He's doing stuff. Okay. I'm just saying there's people out there that are working harder at it. And if you pick a mediocre role model, then boy, you're going to be mad at me for your, for, for your trajectory. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't Did get Dennis it. Dennis Rodman come out like that. He was like that, right? He was like, I'm not a role model. It's like, well, you kind of are. I, I barely remember him. I'm telling <laughs> you, that's what I'm saying, brother. You don't get to choose whether you're a role model. You're a role model to me. So there, ha ha. Ha. How to be, how's that feel? Sober and boring. <laughs> no, you're just, yeah, you're a really terrible role model. I, I fucking boring. <laughs> I'm like, that is how I'm not going to live. God damn, yeah, I that is not the exciting roller coaster. Freaking Jim. <laughs> hey, I have stayed too long. I have said too much. I really appreciate you doing this. Uh, that was fun um, getting into this. And um, 
I'll, I'll talk to you again soon. Hey, let me <laughs> let me do some shout outs though for you. Unfortunately, sure. we should have started with this because I'm terrible uh, about running anything. But where are you working at? Because you have your own shop now. Yes, uh, it's not even a shop now. It's just a private studio uh, in Greenfield, Wisconsin. <clears throat> it's just called Jim Francis Tattoo. It's a single room, just me working when I want to work and booked out like crazy right now. Nice. Doing black and gray for the most part. You doing color? Do a lot of color now. You like it? Uh, it you know what? It's it's like I a handicapped do, person do. saying, "I like to run track." I'm not that handicapped, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you colorblind motherfucker. Would you buy I'm them glasses? Smart. No, they don't work on me. Oh no, because <clears throat> I'm I'm blue green deficient. So my blues and purples will get mixed up and my uh, greens and browns will get mixed up. So uh, I just have taught myself through process of using certain softwares. And if I have a question about what the color is, I have software that tells me the exact hue of it. And then I have everything lined up through my inks that I use that are the same as Prismacolor, the same names as the color pencils. So this thing tells me generates goes, hey, this is a dark green, a forest something other green. And I'm like, okay, I got that bottle. There we go. But you I can see the tones of them still then as you tattoo. So as long as you know what it is, do you have to put out your, your palette in exact spots then too, or you can tell yes. the tones between them? Okay. I, I, I don't put like dark brown against forest green because my eye will get confused in certain lights. Um, okay. Like well, here, here's a question that kind of immediately as a tattoo artist, um, I would be curious sometimes you take a color photo after a color tattoo after you've finished it you take a picture of it black and gray and you're able to see if you've matched the tones right you forget about the hues then but if it makes sense in black and gray then you also know you have a solid tattoo so in that comparison does it actually possibly make you better at doing color because you're actually removed from the confusion of the colors and not knowing the hues you only see the hues or not the use, it, uh, you only see the tones. It might, especially when it comes to like saturation and and things breaking from one to the next. You know, like I said, but I also see a brighter palette than most people. So they're like, dude, that tattoo is so bright. And I'm like, it looks dull to me, you know? <laughs> so just the way my eyes interpret or interpret certain colors. I mean, I see millions of colors. I just couldn't tell you what some of the names of them were because it's between two different choices for me. Okay. When, when you do these color tattoos, do you, uh, I, I experience color tattoos age differently. And so then do you see them change differently too, as the, yep. as the sun beats them up? Yep. Yep. Of course you're in Wisconsin. There ain't a lot of sun up there either. So no, but the people out here like to, when summer hits, when the sun's out, their tank tops burnt to crisp. Right they on. Live in the, when the, when the season's there, they're out. Yeah. So the oranges are gone. The pinks are gone. The reds are faded, that kind yep. of stuff. Exactly. And when that happens, you see it, you see it again. It actually takes part of the tattoo away or I, yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll totally dissipate on me. I'll, I'll look at it and go, well, what color was there? And I like, can't you tell it used to be red. I'm like, Nope. <laughs> right. Not there anymore. Right. But you know, the reds and the oranges are the easiest to go. So maybe you just expect yep. that almost too. I'm sorry if that's boring for anybody because that shit's interesting as hell for me though. 
like because uh, that I've seen so many color portrait artists show off their work by doing a black and gray photo of it. It's not so much anymore, but back in the day, it was more common. And yeah. and the the purpose they were doing there was they're showing you my hues match up. Or not my hues, my my irregardless of my hues, my tones match up. So this is yeah. going to be a piece that you'll be able to as, see for the rest of your life. As Keith would say, my tunes. <laughs> Isn't he? Where's he at? Isn't he out there in Wisconsin too, or some area? No, but guess who's moving out here? Who's that? David Bell. Oh, right on. Yeah, how's he doing hey, these days? Sober. Um, has a kid. Did he go through a bit? He's been sober now for he said like a year or so. Right but he's on. leaving Florida and moving out here with his woman and his kid, and just trying to make a better life for himself. It'd be nice to have him on too, so he could kind of tell us a little bit about that not being sober. I think some of that overlapped on the show. Am I wrong? It it did, it did right um, a lot, but, but without worrying about yeah, no. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I, I that's why I think. Uh, sorry to even I probably you know me. I put my foot in every hole I can. Is that a pothole? Let me see if my foot fits. Let's see if it fits. Oh, it's all wet. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's not my business. Like some other people like to do, it's. It's not my business to tell. Right on. You know? I like to do. I'm somehow I'm 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 dangerously precariously walking the line in between uh, Wendy Williams and uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, <laughs> and Ricky who? Lake. Ricky I was Lake. yes. I was going to say Ricky Lake. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> As I said, yes. the little fat one. <laughs> yeah. So if you lost a little weight, you could look like Ricky Lake. Oh boy! Just get rid of my oh, gray hair, and I'll be right. Oh, that's an ICP rap. I'm just going with seeing oh, if you recognize oh. that one's for the Juggalos. Whoop whoop. Okay, you you <laughs> go ahead and run with your hatchet. <laughs> I will. I will point it right at my face. Run into a brick wall. Worst thing about I said this before. I'll say it again forever. I think Juggalos are like Christians. Uh, I mean, in in a lot of regards, you know. I mean, the worst thing about Christ, Christians. Worst thing about ICP? Juggalos. Juggalos. Yeah. So how far are they different? You know? Yeah. Both of them travel the land spreading their their ideas of mysticism in the afterlife. You know? Yeah. And both of them uh, lay hands on people. Well, Jesus laid hands on people and they walked again. And ICP lays Fago bottles on people and they slip and fall and break their legs. So it's kind of the same. <laughs> Dude, that you've never been, right? You've probably never been. Most people in the tattoo industry hate hate ICP. I've never been into them, but I did see them perform when I worked. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, it was one of the big uh, Wisconsin freaking convent. Uh, what's it called music things out here? Festival um, type they, thing. Yeah, festival one. Um, and we were out in Kadot. Wisconsin we were there and they were on the stage right next to the big tattoo tent we were working in they they uh, piss off the sound guy pretty good because everything got they, wet dude there was fago everywhere they had the group of girls coming out spraying the crowd and there's people running around in like freaking slipknot masks and all kinds of other shit and I was just like okay but what you guys have fun it was if you were to watch that show from the stands right even from just removed on a video would it have been entertaining Yes, completely. It was. Now, I, I stood back and, and so I went and sprayed and I watched and I was like, holy shit. Okay. 
there's something here. That's why I'm saying there's something here. Now, if you're watching it and it was entertaining from a distance, then also, did you know that it was done cheap as fuck? Well, yeah, Fago isn't expensive. No, and and then the lights and the show that they do and the people that they have come out with all the clowns and everything, it's very festive. It gets everybody going. But when you think about the money involved with their stage show and then the money involved with uh, like a a Rob Zombie even, you know, or a Megadeth or Metallica, you're like, they actually spent less on their whole show than Metallica spent on their light show. Yeah. Yeah. Something about it. Just saying, for all those that <laughs> are scared or reluctant to whoop, whoop, don't let the juggalo scare you away, okay? Some of us <laughs> juggalos are completely, actually, I'm not a juggalo. Like, it takes too much requirement. I can I can appreciate a juggalo from a distance, but they're really not, if you listen to the rap about them, they're not somebody you're going to invite over to your fucking nanny's house. No, 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 especially your grandma's house. You know, no, 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 stay away from grandma, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, need you around there. Uh, but they get the funniest shit. They'll say, "Fucking!" I was just watching. Um, I was watching Shaggy Two Dope. He's got a Twitch channel now, <laughs> and I'm watching him. And he said, "A clit is just a uh, is just there so that girls don't get bur- bored while they let us do sex to them." <laughs> Oh, my God. Some genius you can only get from some people. And I don't know that that was coming from anybody else. It doesn't sound like selling you on ICP. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you, brother. I've stayed too long. I've said too much. We'll talk to you again soon. Talk to you later, brother. See you on the streets. See you on the streets. Yep.